0: where we get to the story behind the story of the biggest books this year. Today, I have Danielle Gerard. I'm so thrilled. She is the USA Today bestselling author, Amazon bestselling author, award-winning author of many books. I think I may have my count wrong, but I'm going to ask her in a minute. I think um, she's the author of 15 books, several standalones, and several amazing series. And we're going to talk about her newest book, which has literally just been released this month, Far Gone, part of the Badlands Thriller series. Danielle, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Oh,
1: Amy, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. And you are right, 15. It is 15.
0: 15 novels. (laughs) I'm like (laughs) amazed, amazed. Okay, so, so and that's incredible. And I want to talk about that because you have written several really incredibly successful series as well as standalone novels. Before we get to *Fargon*, your newest novel, which is the second of the newest series, the Badlands yes. Thriller series, tell me a little bit about the difference between writing series and standalone novels. Do you have a preference? Uh, you know,
1: it's. I think I go back and forth a little bit. In the beginning, uh, my first four novels were standalones, and I think yeah. I felt like I wasn't quite prepared to figure out the the bigger arc of a series, you know, you can't. Every series has to have sort of a, a, a as you know, a bigger story behind yeah. the individual books, and and you have to be, I think, a, a little ma- more mature, maybe than than I was at, you know, my first book came out came out when I was twenty nine, so I knew very little about anything, um, and I think for me. the the idea of writing a book that could be self-encapsulated was really appealing. Uh, After I did that, I discovered I really, there was so much more to know about characters than you could ever get through in one 400-page book anyway. Um, And I wanted to explore facets of characters that I couldn't do in one book. And interestingly enough, I actually wrote a series that was a little bit it's a sort of unusual series and that the, the characters, the main character in each book changes. It's a group of women. It's called the rookie club series. And it's based on in San Francisco about with a group of women in law enforcement who were rookie cops when there, you know, when there weren't as many women. Yes. And still, of yes. course, proportionately more men than women, but we're talking 20 years ago when it was even fewer women. And these women sort of were rookies together. Then they rose into their own positions and they found this link together because they had these things in common like being mothers or, you know, dealing with, right, you know, there's different, there's different taxes on women than there are on men. And also they were isolated um, because there were fewer of them. And so right. I got to sort of do the both. I got to do a standalone in each book a bit and also a, yes. se- a broader series where you got to see how that character did was doing later on, even though the main story was about a different character. So that's a five series, a five book series. And the last book is actually, features the same woman as the first book, which was fun. It sort of felt like a... Like a, a bookend, f- like a wrap, yeah, like wrap a, it up. Ex- yeah, like a fitting story. Um, I love
0: and- that. I love that. That's, that feels like the perfect hybrid of series yes. and standalone that you really could you know, dive right in. And there's something really special about that series too, right? Readers, you have a a short story that's related to that series that readers can actually get access to. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So um, there's a story called Too Close to Home, which is a free giveaway um, on my website, DanielleGerard.com. If you go to the, sign up for my newsletter. It's a free giveaway because I, and I'm still, it's funny. I'm actually, when we all, talk a little bit about this i'm sure but when we talk about next projects but one of the things i've really wanted to do with those women um for a long time is a prequel imagine the first the first story the launch of those women together but not they were already one of them is a sex crimes inspector and in san francisco they call their detectives inspector which is sort of cute and quaint um and one was a (laughs) very quaint i love i know (laughs) it's very british um and one of them um was a, is a homicide inspector, and one of them's in cyber crime, and so there's a you know they're out already into different departments. Right. I never had really discussed in any of those books how these women started together, sort of what was the case when they were rookies that precipitated that their feeling of of being isolated even more than normal, that that made it feel like it was an us versus them. And really sort of solidified that those friend that friendship that bond. And I right. I've been thinking about that for you know the first Rookie Hub book came out in 2002. So this is a lot of years ago. A lot of years I've been thinking about this. And so I decided I really want to go back and talk about those those. There's a you know there's there's a bunch of women around this group, but there's a there's a core few and two in particular, uh, Jamie Vale who is a sex crimes inspector, Haley Wyatt who's a homicide inspector, and I want to delve into what happened in that in that first interaction where they were rookies and didn't have very much uh, power or control over sort of what they were doing because um, there were so many, you know, senior people and what drove them to create this bond. So that is what I... I
0: love I, that. I love that your evolution is... Was the Rookie Club series your first series? After it was my evolution? very
1: first series, yeah. Right.
0: So that is so interesting. So the evolution of standalone. I love how you said that you, you sort of needed to gain some maturity yeah. probably in life as in writing, yes. right? To start writing a series. And now with the evolution of your writing, you're looking back on that series to sort of add another layer to it, which is, yeah. I think that's so interesting and so ex- and so exciting. And we, the Badlands thriller series, which is your newest series, right? Yes. So Out, which is, uh, was the, the blockbuster book that came out last year, that explore the the characters Lily and Kylie, and and Far Gone, your newest novel, which is amazing. We're gonna talk talk more about that, but spoiler free. Is the <laughs> continuation of their story? Yes. Is there another is there another Badlands thriller book planned, or have you are you done with Lily and Kylie?
1: You know, I'm not done with them. Um... At all. I do feel like everyone says to me, without spoilers, Lily needs a break. Um, and I
0: I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Really? Poor you Lily. Have really, yes, you have definitely given Lily a lot of emotional. Yes. In know. both Poor novels. Thing. Yes, Poor thing. But um, I do have a third. But she's um, a really fabulous character. I mean, she's a really, really amazing character. So, I, you know. Thank you. I think we. We want more of Lily for sure, yes. but we do want you to be a little gentler with him. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, she's right. There are no more huge reveals for Lily, uh, yes. at least in the near future. I do have a book in mind, and it's actually more of Kylie's origin story, how Kylie okay. found herself um, becoming a detective. And, you know, and it is not the next book I'm working on because I got waylaid by this standalone idea Um which I kind of can't talk about. I don't know how oh. you are when you are writing, but i'm I'm in the middle of it, and it's, um, suffice it to say, uh, it's it's definitely a standalone. there's no uh, there's no second book to this. And it was one of these ideas that came to me in sort of a um moment of like, oh, wouldn't that be the most horrible thing to happen to a young woman? <laughs> and not in wow. a not in a sort of um, I mean, some of it is, it's not like a, it's not a sex crime so it's not a horribly violent um right it's you know it's not like she, she did something terrible terrible although it is really terrible but it's a very emotional um yes sort of horror, horrible horrible thing terrible yes, yes emotionally terrible um
0: yes.
1: for a young woman who's already been through kind of a which I think I like to do. People have a com- like to comment that I really pile on <laughs> the misery um, yes. on my four characters. So I'm I got really swept up in this idea and I'm um I'm actually I wrote it and I'm sort of neck dip deep in revisions on that and um and so I'm finishing that and then I may feel like I'm way, I'm also waylaid by this uh prequel story. But I do I do have another Badlands uh, book in in mind, and I think I'm hoping that as I finish this revision, whatever what should come next will be more clear. Um,
0: Did your writing ideas, habits, any of that change because of the pandemic? I've talked oh, to so many writers, and yeah. I have a you know I have that that right. challenge as well. Do yeah. you do you think that your plan for what you're working on and what came next changed because of that?
1: Yeah, I the, this book that I'm that I am currently in revisions on was definitely an idea born kind of in the thick of um, what's the worst thing that can happen, yes. um, which I think was a, I, I think thinking about sort of this time last year, or even a little earlier, like April, it came to me sort of in March and April when we were all buttoning down. And, you know, you've got kids that are are your kid any of your kids in college? No. They yeah They're also in high school. So I had two. Uh, I had a. One finishing senior year of high school and one already in college. And everybody sort of descended here again. Yes. Yes. It was a very different dynamic because they're independent and they don't necessarily want to live under your roof anymore. And so I spent a lot of time like in my office with the door closed thinking, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to hide in here right. for a little bit longer. And they're also autumn.
0: not, at that age, they're not, they're, 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 their risk-taking behavior yeah. is different than yours, yep. right? So yep. at the beginning of the pandemic, we've I, I have a lot of friends who have college-age kids and everybody was saying like, just sort of modulating Different behavior.
1: <laughs> it was, yes. was
0: challenging at that. At that and age, right? And they
1: are very different from one another. I have a son and a daughter, and their ah. risk tolerance and their sort of family tolerance, and so I mean, everything was just really. It was a lot. It just felt like a lot, and so I think I don't know whether this idea, but it felt like those. I felt like I needed to sit down and write it in some sort of which I don't normally do, and um. I mean, I am not a potter, unfortunately. I sort of always dreamt it would be nice to be a potter, but I'm I'm really a pantser, but I generally am a pancer where I, I do it at a pace that allows my my brain to catch up with, you know, when my sort of figuring out with what is supposed to happen to catch up. So I wrote this in such a flurry that it's you know, it's a mess a bit. So yeah. um and I think that was pandemic based too. The sure. real world was closed and I was like, well, what else am I gonna do? Um, I could go upstairs and face whatever's going on in the kitchen, or I can I have a basement office and I or I can stay down, I can hunker down mm-hmm. there and uh, and write. So I think everything the pandemic changed so much. It
0: also changed well, my t-
1: the, oh sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say and the timeline, just it's just sort of like because you're trying to write in your head. I mean, that's another reason why I think so many of us have had trouble outlining stories, right? Because we can't even figure out when it's supposed to have happened anymore because are we writing as contemporary, especially when you're writing, as you do, you write contemporary thrillers, right? But, you know, Far Gone is the, the, the timeline's ambiguous. I mean, right. Could have taken place a year ago. It could be taking place right now, but we're sort of suspending disbelief because nobody's, you know, walking around talking about vaccinations, but we're all, in that same place right now with the books that we're writing right now and the books that are coming out right now. And I so think what that, are we supposed to do? I don't want to right. deal with the pandemic. <laughs> what do we do? What, what do, do we you do? do? I mean, have you thought about that for for any of the, the projects that you're working on now?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the book I'm working on now, I did the cheater thing where it ends. It, the book will be over by like February of 2020.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's what right? us are doing, right? Uh, right. Um, and I don't then, know any other way to do it. If you're going to, no, unless you're going to. I mean,
1: I I feel like if you can't be within six feet of somebody, it's really hard to stop them. You know, it's, it's there's really a lot hard. Of, these are. <laughs> These are real challenges as a suspense writer, and, and if you're going to have a closed room mystery, you, everybody's in a mask. I don't know how that works. So no, I don't right. want to deal. I don't want to deal with the pandemic, and that's probably why this prequel is so appealing, right? And we're talking yes. about 20 years ago. There wasn't, yes. you know, we're everything is is a lot different. This so, is a way
0: for you to write a historical fiction right? novel. Right. <laughs>
1: Seriously, will be
0: true to your thriller roots. <laughs> it's so
1: true. It's so true. So I I kind of feel like, well, if I just don't think about the Badlands again for, you know, a book that's coming out maybe 2024, can we then kind right. of ignore uh, what I happened? Think so.
0: I mean, I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I'm shocked to see. I think, I feel like we're, we'll be, by 2022, you know, I think things will seem so much different than they did a year ago that we'll be able to... I mean, we always, I talk with so many writers about this. I feel like there will just be a, a time warp where there will be not a single book in 2020 I mean, or 2021. I have to more. say, there's
1: a, somebody, somebody posted this fabulous review um, that, you know, somebody got a one-star review because they, the, a book that came out like last May Right. right and they, and they were like why is there no mention of the pandemic and it's like right. okay well <laughs> came out in may which means it was done in like october nobody Correct. knew that there was a pandemic coming so it it's yeah i definitely and i and i'm sure there will be really good books done about the pandemic i don't know if they'll yes. be thrillers or but i it doesn't interest me and i i'm Personally, and I feel a lot of you are this. I've got a little bit of that pandemic fatigue. I don't really want oh, to. Yes. I certainly don't want to write about it.
0: I don't want to. Spend I suspect, without knowing for sure, that it's going to take a little while. I mean, it's going to be like after nine eleven, where you didn't pe- see people writing about nine eleven for right. a while because perspective was necessary. And I think this is probably going to be like that too. And I think you're right. Interesting. It will be interesting to see, but it will yeah. you're, not writing, it you're, you're not, writing no, not writing about it, the it then you're not writing a novel about the pandemic? I'm also trying to back um back my my novel latest novel up to February 2020
1: because <laughs> Seriously, I think that's I think that's very clever.
0: The way to go. Yes. But I I completely empathize. Yeah. So I have to ask you a completely random question. Of course. I was reading when I was reading Far Gone, I it took a moment Uh, on one page you referenced one of the character's friends it was like a fleeting reference to Emily Carpenter who is a suspense writer a good friend of mine and I I figured she's got to be a friend of yours and you probably named the character after her as uh, for a reason or for some that is so funny and actually I
1: she I mean I know her um she is not, we're not close friends and I hope she's never insulted by the fact that I did that. I think what happened, what happens to me, I think I'm sometimes- I'm sure she won't
0: be. No, no. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I
1: don't think it's anything terrible. Um, but yeah, she's the, she is actually, uh, i interesting. Now that I think about it, she's a little bit of a troubled friend. But um, she, you know what happened was I got Emily's reviving the Hawthorne sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we were doing revisions and adding a little bit of of something, it came, you know, whenever that was, whenever I got those those, uh, so that came out in twenty twenty, right? That yeah. So whatever was out so, in twenty
0: twenty, yes, that's a yes, that's a great book, and I love that book, and yes. I also had an advanced copy of that book. So so, so while I think you I stole, worked, I think
1: it, I I think it was absolutely
0: um, serendipity.
1: Yeah, I think I just stole I it. Love I was like, why that. does that name sound so lovely? Well, I don't know. I'll just use it. I do that a, actually sometimes. I do that where I'm like, oh wait, that's my neighbor's name. I better change something, you know. Um, yeah, I yes. do that too
0: sometimes, and I'll ha- or I'll have um, you know, a, a, yeah, a neighbor or I've named characters after siblings too. <laughs> just oh, oh, wow! See, and, I I don't, always, and not and yeah. not named them after, but just maybe like a you know a derivative of the name, um, and mm-hmm. then I just say, you know what, I ha- I'm, I I have a really hard time changing names of characters. Now the Emily Carpenter character was a very minor character. Yes, book, she but I just, yes. But it's so funny because, and I had to laugh. And I, but I, do you have trouble naming characters A or B, changing their names after you've already named them?
1: Well, I, ha- I have, I kind of name characters
0: as you can probably guess, a little bit just
1: it, it sort of instinctively, like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. And, and if it's, yeah. it's a main character, I try to give it a little more thought, particularly if they're gonna have, be. Um, in close proximity. For instance, so in the, in the Schwartzman series, which is the second series that comes after the rookie club, there is a character named Hal Harris, who's a homicide inspector in San Francisco, who is in the rookie club. And he moves over into Schwartzman's life and is the homicide inspector. And Dr. Schwartzman is the medical examiner in San Francisco. So they form a friendship. And then eventually more than that, um, I remember somebody saying at some point in the Schwartzman series, Hal's like 6'4", but he seems like he should be taller. Do you think he could be like 6'6"? Six six? And I was like, well, he's been 6'4". Since One Clean Shot, <laughs> which was his second. He's a little old to grow, I think. So we have to leave him there. But um, but then I had this character named Harper, uh, Harper Leeton who was in um, South Carolina. Because she was kind of, the, it was like Harper Lee. Her parents named her after. Um, yes. But then everyone was like, Oh my God, Hal and Harper. And it's so sometimes I, I think I'm setting it up in a smart way, but I maybe there's a lot of H's or there's a lot of, you know, um, but I did have, and I just say, speaking of that exact thing in Whiteout, the main character's name was Grace. Um, now White Out is a book about uh, amnesia and the, and the, right. the character Lily, um, who was pre- previously named Grace woke up and doesn't know where, you know, where she is or how she got there. And there's, she's been in a car accident and the man next to her is unfamiliar. And then she's, she can't get him out of the car. She escapes and the car goes over, um, the overpass, so she doesn't know she's lost her husband or her friend or some, you know, somebody shouldn't know or right. whatever. So it's right. a very, it's a, but I liked the idea of the name Grace because it has all these, of course, it has all these different meanings, right? How you right. Hand, right. how you handle, right. Um, but they had had another book. Uh, Thomas and Mercer had had a book, and I'm going to forget the name of it, about an, uh, there was an amnesiac book <laughs> with a character named Grace and oh, um, funny is they that? were like, we can't name her grace. And I thought, really? Like, that's so weird. So it took me a while to come to think of grace as Lily. And now I think, oh, my God, she could never be grace. Do you know, oh, kind my of,
0: goodness, yes. It's like, so it's like she has become your real, yeah. uh, your real child because yes. the, we we do that then, right? Right. We, it's kind of all like those your names you were contemplating yes. before you before yeah. they were born go out the window. Yeah, exactly. It's sort
1: of like that. Oh, and that's I, and so fun. I think that's. I think that's. I think it's it's hard to name characters. Actually, I think we want to read a lot into names. Um,
0: I think that too, I do think it's hard. I think it's hard to name them also. And I do the same thing. I try to name them instinctively. And then I do have a hard time letting go of the names if there, if there is a problem with that, like your, like your grace. So I think that's really interesting. And people always want to know if your characters are based off based, you know, on real people, which complicates the naming, right? Because you're trying not, not to make them too close too close to uh, a real person and you're trying to not... No matter, no matter whether they're completely based on a real person or not, you're trying to have some degree of separation, so you're, it's complicated. Yeah, the naming of characters is complicated. It
1: is complicated, and I find it, after a while, it seems like every name belongs to somebody I know, and then you're like, oh, it's sort of weird, don't take this the wrong way. I did actually, the bad guy in my very, very first book, Savage Art, um, was, the had the last name of a woman who was a friend of mine that I worked with, and when she read it, she's like, oh my god, I'm not sure whether to, like, be super flattered or super offended. And to be honest, until that moment, of course I knew it was her last name. But in my mind, I had never really thought about how she was going to feel about it.
0: You know what I mean? Right, right. So, very right,
1: anyway. right.
0: It's always tricky when people you know read your books.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's, I know, it's I know.
0: almost easier when strangers read your books. It's right? so true. And do the, your kids they don't read have your that. books? Are your kids reading they, your books now? No, they read, they start them, they read them, they put them on their shelf. They and then they they've never really finished them. So that will be actually an interesting. It is evolution.
1: interesting. Do your kids,
0: yeah, your only kids have read your books now.
1: Only my daughter, um, but yeah. she has read them, and it is interesting because she gets really angry with me when I something bad happens to one of my characters, and I say, "Well, it's you know, sort of the genre. You'll have to be a little patient." Right. <laughs> and um, she's very vested. So it's she's she's actually quite cute, and she um. She's read. She's finished for gone and my husband still has it. He's moving through it at a very, very slow pace. So that's kind of oh, that's
0: so funny, funny. and also does she read? Does, it's f- funny and also infuriating. Yeah, kind mean? of right. I'm like, um,
1: <clears throat> it's only four hundred pages long, and you've had it for six months. But it's he's not he's not a he's not a thriller reader. Let's put it that way.
0: Well, it's yeah, I know. It's only it's only our art, right? I mean, I'm, right? <laughs> I know. Love us, love us, and read our art. Was that it's so hard? Sort of.
1: <laughs> it sort of seems that way, exactly. Uh, I empathize. It's
0: okay. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> I, just, I think a lot of people empathize, and then there's always those people who are like, "Oh, thank you to my husband who helped me plot this book <laughs> and read every draft." And I think, okay, well, you know, that is not my scenario, but it's all good.
0: It's all good. <laughs> Well, I used to thank my ex husband in a very passive aggressive way. <laughs> so, if anybody was paying attention, they would have seen <laughs> that gratitude was a little.
1: Um, mine might have a barb too, mine. and we've been married 27 yeah. years. So, I think that's fair. I think
0: it's fair. I think it's fair too. It's yeah, totally. Oh, fair. that's so great. Danielle, this has been so fabulous. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, Amy, we thank are- you. I'm so excited to see what comes next. Everybody, Far Gone is out as of this week. And um, we are really excited to hear more about the, the next novel. And hopefully there'll be some public news about that soon. And everyone, if you're interested in a short story related to the Rookie Club series, go to Danielle's website. That's the best place to find you, right? Yes. And, mm-hmm. um, Danielle, Gerard. Dot
1: com. That is it, Amy. I, am I going to see you at BoucherCon?
0: So not this year. Oh, I know Batcher. Okay. I know. I'm very sad to miss BoucherCon this year. And oh boy, and I was so sad to miss vouch I was so sad there
1: was no con I know. Last year. I know. So then, then we'll do. Th- I'll, I'll see you at Thriller Fest next year. We got to get yes.
0: back it's on a the date. Roll. It's a date. Good. Sure,
1: yes. Good. Well, I love yeah, it. Well, good. thank you so much for having me. This is so fun, Amy, and you're you're awesome, and I love. I love, I love, I know how this ends and I'm anxious to dig back into some of your um, previous books. So um, right back at you.
0: Well, thank you. And thank you, Danielle. And uh, Far Gone, out now.